Welcome everyone to the Ease into Retirement podcast. I believe this is number 15. I'm Tom Mosley and I'll, I have been your host. I will be your host and I promise you if you'll give me 15 minutes each week, I'll do my best to build your financial knowledge in some way. And I always want you to remember that this is not to be construed as individual tax, legal, investment, or even gardening advice, okay? I am just giving you some general information on financial knowledge. You need to make sure that you're talking to a professional, either your professional that you're working with or us. If you're our clients or you want to be our clients, you need to make sure you're talking to us about anything you hear on here to make sure it applies to you. Today, we're going to talk about pensions, and I've got less than 15 minutes, and so I'm not going to cover everything, but I basically want to cover, you know, how should I take my pension in retirement? We have a lot of people who come to us, and people who are retiring, it's, it's beginning to be fewer and fewer because pensions are a dying breed, and uh, when they come to us, it, it's like, I, I sometimes ask this question, did your parents have a pension? And we get a lot of yeses there because 40, 50, 60 years ago, I've even said in some of my uh, college classes that when you retired, you turned 65, they gave you a pension, a party, and a gold watch, and they put you on a horse and sent you off into the sunset. Retirees now have far fewer pensions than their parents uh, had. And in the classes, when I always ask, when I'm talking about pensions and I ask about do your kids have pensions? And a sprinkling of people might raise their hand, whereas maybe 40, 30, 40% of the people who are in the class actually have pensions themselves. But when I ask if their kids have pensions, maybe only one or two go up or sometimes none. And the point of it is, is that we have moved from pensions and social security to Social Security, which is still there, but we've moved more to the 401k, which is called a defined contribution plan, whereas the pensions are officially called a defined benefit plan. So we've had a transition in the last 30 or 40 years, and we've moved away from pensions, but a lot of people still have them, particularly if they work for a school system, if they work for a governmental industry, industry, or if they're in a union, they still have pensions. Uh, I'll just give you one for instance. We work with a lot of people from the uh, the from Boeing. And at Boeing, we have found and discovered in working with tens of people, scores of people from, from Boeing, that there are seven different pensions at Boeing, depending on when they joined Boeing or if they came in from a company that Boeing bought. And now the people who are starting at Boeing, it's my understanding, I've been told this multiple times, they don't even get a pension. So pensions have changed. Let's talk about what a pension is. A pension is basically uh, an annuity. Now, a lot of people have a negative connotation of annuity, but they love their social security because it pays out every single month. They're going to get a paycheck for as long as they live. And then there's some benefits that go over to the spouse whenever they pass away. That's an annuity. A pension is more or less the same thing. It pays out every single month as long as the pension holder is alive. And then if they pick, it, pick the choice the right way when they take the payout on their pension, we'll talk about, 
then their spouse gets something for as long as they live. That's the traditional biggest way that a pension is paid out. So a pension is an annuity, but it's not one that you buy necessarily or you pay into. Well, you do really for Social Security. But a lot of people hate pension, hate annuities, but they've got to when they've got a pension and they've got a Social Security. But the biggest, the biggest question people have when they come to us, or at least it should be a question you consider is, should I keep it in the pension and take it as the pension or should I roll it over? Because you do have that option. Now, in almost all cases, and this is not tax legal investment or gardening advice, okay? But in almost all cases, if you've got a governmental pension, those things pay out so well I've never, to my knowledge, seen anybody need to replace a governmental pension, one from a school district, one from the state. And in California, if you're listening to this and you live in California and you've got one of those, it's usually called CalSTRS, CalPERS, and I joke around, CalDERS, CalMERS, CalSERS, you know, all kind of Cal stuff. It's backed by the state and it's, it's, it's a very rich pension. It's a very healthy pension. And I've, very, I've never, to my knowledge, seen one of those that needs to be replaced because they do pay out really well. So let's say you've got one from a regular company and you say, do I keep it? Well, there's some, there's some good things about keeping it with the company. First of all, you can take the options that are built into that pension from the beginning. You can take it on your life in almost all cases. Well, in all cases, you can take it on your life. In, in every case I believe I've ever seen, you can also take it on your life, and then if you pass away first, you can extend that pension to pay out the same amount or a varying amount. You, you have choices there. You, it will pay out as long as your spouse is alive. And then there's a third option on some pensions, and it's a little confusing. It's called a period certain like it's a 10-year certain or a 15-year certain or a 20-year certain. All that means is it pays out on your life and it pays out for 10 years for sure. So if you, for instance, took it on your life and you lived two years, well, somebody that you would name as the beneficiary would get another payout, an additional payout for another eight years to complete the 10-year certain period. If you took it a 20-year certain and you lived two years, somebody that you would have named when you took the pension options, somebody would get a payout for 18 years, but then it would stop. Now, let's go back to your life. Let's say you don't pass away in two years, but you take a 20-year certain. If you take a 20-year certain and you live 25 years, well, you get paid out every single month for as long as you're alive for 25 years. But when you pass away, there would be nothing left to the beneficiary in that situation because your 20-year certain period had already expired. You'd already outlived it. So there are some options you have in taking a pension option if you leave it with the company. Now, there's some good things about it, too. Usually the company that's backing it up can pay out because usually there's an insurance company that's behind the scenes backing that up as an annuity and they can pay you out more initially with a steady income flow, okay, than other options of paying out in other annuities. 
Hey, folks, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Ease into Retirement podcast with Tom Mosley. Just a quick reminder that if anything you've heard so far today has hit home for you, maybe it's something you're dealing with, maybe it's just something you want to learn a little bit more about, there will be a complimentary downloadable giveaway on Tom's website specifically prepared for this week's episode that you should check out. Just go to easepodcast.com. That's E-A-S-E podcast.com. Click the button with the title of this week's episode and get your copy today. Now I'll throw it back to Tom. The second thing is you don't have to do anything except fill out the pension paperwork and tell them you want to get it started. And in almost all cases, a lot of people come to me, I don't know how stable my company is. Well, I'm not going out on a limb and promising you how stable your company is. But in almost all cases, that pension is backed up by some other annuity, some other insurance company that sells it as an annuity. And that company, in a lot of cases, is solid. And there are governmental regulations that are that govern pensions that don't allow a company to be totally shaky with a pension. So I would say there's a pretty good chance it'll last, no promises. But so there's some good things about just leaving it there. You can probably get more of an initial payout. You 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 don't have to do anything. And it's usually pretty solid. Now, what would be some of the negatives? Well, in almost all cases, the pensions that I've seen, unless they are a governmental pension, they don't have any cost of living raise. And I can assure you If you ever have seen the house that we use when we build a retirement plan for people, income is the foundation, but right above income is inflation. And I can promise you in retirement that $4,000 when you're 60 years old does not buy the same thing when you're getting $4,000 when you're 80 years old. Inflation will impact what you've got. So a cost of living raise like you've got in Social Security. Everybody wants to knock on Social Security because it's not that big of a cost of living raise. And it's never, nobody's ever said, oh, wow, that's too much. Let's get a little bit of a lower cost of living raise. But a lot of times people complain about Social Security, but it does have a COLA, a cost of living adjustment every single year and almost every single year. Sometimes it's zero, so it does have it every single year. So so in a negative sense, a lot of pensions that I've seen come across my table in working and doing this 26 years don't have a cost of living adjustment. It's something that you really need to consider. Here's another reason that you might want to, to consider moving the pension out, and I call it a what-if question. What if you and your spouse this, you know, you retire, you retire in January, and in March, you want to go to Bora Bora to live out on one of those uh, little uh, piers there on one of the houses over the water. You've always dreamed of that. And you're on your way to Bora Bora and you go swimming before you get to Bora Bora. In other words, you don't make it. Well, let's say you took your pension and you took it on your life, and as long as your wife or your spouse or your husband lived, whether it's a whether you're male or female, you take it as long as your spouse lives as well. You take it in January. You both go to Bora Bora, but you don't make it back, and that's in March. Well, you've gotten two big fat paychecks from that pension, but what happens to the rest of the money? In almost all cases, the rest of that money goes back to the company, goes back to the pension company. So you don't control 
the total amount of assets that you have in that pension, it's a, it's an, it's a monthly payout for as long as you live or as long as you and your spouse live in almost all cases. Maybe there's a 10-year certain period or a 15-year certain period, but if you haven't chosen the right option, that pension goes away when you and your spouse goes away. You say, well, I, I've got heirs and it's really important that if I died early that I leave them some money. Well, let's talk about the other side. Let's say you don't decide to keep it with the pension, but you roll it over. Well, there's two ways you can go there. Number one, you can buy your own private pension or a private annuity. The nice thing about that is it comes with some guarantees that are backed up by the insurance company that you put your money there. Or you can roll that over into an IRA, an individual retirement account. It's got to go into an IRA because pensions have not been taxed yet. They come out as regular income and you can move it out into an investment account into regular investments. Now, the risk with the annuity is you've tied the money up and you're, some other risk we'll talk about in just a little bit, but the, the risk of moving it into an IRA is you don't have the guarantees you have by just leaving it into the pension of having guaranteed money for life. So let me just run through some things. The rollover the good news is the rollover out of that pension should in all cases be tax free. It's a, it's a rollover. So there's no, it's not a taxable event. Number two, the nice thing about you turn on a pension, you're going to get that amount. But if you roll it over into an annuity or you roll it over into a private investment account, you can start and stop that income flow when you want. Okay. You can take it immediately if you need income right after retirement or a lot of people come and I've actually had people say, I got, I've got enough saved or I got a big enough severance check or I got a buyout or they say with all the sick leave I have that I'm getting paid, I don't really need to turn on a flow of income for a year or sometimes two years. Well, with the pension, you pretty much have to take it as soon as you retire, but with an annuity or with the drawing money out of an investment IRA, you can, with either one of those two options of rolling it over, you can take, you can start it whenever you want to start it and you, or you can wait two or three years if you don't want to start it immediately. Another thing is you can control the amount of income coming out. You might say when you retire, wow, my pension can pay me 4000 but I don't really need all that income. I really only need about another 1000 right now. And I'd hate to just, to just use all that money, get all that money, have to pay tax on it. You might not need it all. Or as you go through retirement, here's the reality of retirement. You might reach a point where that pension's paying out an X amount, but you need more than X. You need more than that amount. Well, if it's in the pension, you can't go back to the company and negotiate with them to increase your amount. But if it is in your own private annuity, you can tap it to take a little extra money. Or you can, if it's in an IRA that's in an investment account, you can get the extra money that you need. In other words, I call it chunks. You can take chunks and if you need it along the way, whereas you can't take additional chunks out if you've got it, if you just leave it in the pension. And, and one of the big things that we already mentioned is if you and your spouse, if you've taken it that way, 
If you pass away early, any remaining amount that's in the investment account goes to your children. Any remaining amount that's in the annuity as far as a cash value, if you died early and your spouse died early, that amount of money would pass to your heirs. Now, it would go in an IRA or it would go uh, in, a, in a, 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 a beneficiary IRA where they would inherit it, but they it would pass. So there's a lot of advantages to potentially rolling it over. Now, there are some negatives too. If you roll it into your own private pension, which is an annuity, it's probably going to start less. Now, here's why. That annuity company that backed up that pension has had that money being poured into it year after year after year as you work there. So they're probably going to be able to start you at a higher level of income. But again, most of the time it's flat. If you like the annuities that we generally try to use in situations like this with our clients, our annuities have guaranteed income, but it's increasing as certain indices that it's invested in or tied to go up. And it's, you know, we see increases of three, four, five percent. Sometimes we've seen increases as much as 10, 12, one time even 17 percent in a really good stock market year. So you're going to get increases so that after a few years, you may make more money from a private annuity pension than you would by leaving it in the pension. It might start lower, but it might increase at a later date. The second thing is, if you, here's a negative. First of all, it's going to start lower if you if you go with a private pension in most cases. The second thing is, if you roll it into the market into an IRA, you're probably going to have, you're going to have market risk. So the market could go down and it could go to zero. And if you leave it in the market in an IRA, it goes to zero. You don't have any more money left. One other thing is, if you put it in an insurance company that's not uh, rated really, really well, there's some insurance on annuities up to a certain amount. It's up to $240,000 in the state guarantee fund in the state of California. But if you put it into an insurance company, you're banking on the reliability of that insurance company. So you want to go with an insurance company that's rated at least A or better is my opinion. So listen, a lot of things about pensions. You say, but what about, well, I can't cover everything. Gone a little bit over the 15 minutes today. But if you like this podcast and there's something that we provoke that you need to talk about, talk to your financial advisor or give us a call. Our number is 714-421-4288. Pass it along to somebody who you find out is about to take a pension. Give this information to them and let them know they've got options and pass it along. So until next time, this is, again, the Ease Into Retirement Podcast. And I promise you, Tom Mosley here, your host, I promise you, if you'll give me 15 minutes or 17 minutes today, I'll do my best every single week to build your financial knowledge. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Mosley Insurance and Financial Services are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities, or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be 
used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mosley Insurance and Financial Services is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mosley Insurance and Financial Services. A Roth conversion is a taxable event and may have several tax-related consequences. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA.